0: Attacking, uh, I will be attacking this round.
1: On you the blood, you shall be dying, my friend. I roll a twelve. Then, oh well. There's roll, a low. Of damage, roll low. Roll so. low on that damage. Ah! <laughs> I rolled a two. That's <laughs> a
0: zero damage. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's that's what this shit's all about right there.
1: <laughs> These dice are
0: loaded. <laughs> Alright, my turn to attack. We're gonna hit it, and it's gonna be fucking 13, which is way too high.
1: Oh, fucking AI hates me. (laughs) Alright. For the randomizer. Ready for round, Jesus,
0: 14. 14. Alright, here comes the... I rolled a 3. I rolled a 2. Alright. Alright. And facing is just Free, right yeah right. face and I will be I will be attacking all right hey yolo
1: <laughs> oh that's an automatic
0: that's a double damage so I rolled a four a four always hits and does double damage that's right this is it right here Oh. <laughs> oh. so
1: I, I it's nine. Times two is 18. Dead. You, sir, were worthy opponents. Mon Dieu.
0: <laughs>
1: I weep for you. I <laughs> weep for you. The, the, the thing I like about this game is it's quick.
0: Mm-hmm. That was about that uh, was- 33 minutes for For uh, what round were we on? 14. Yeah, 14 rounds, fumbling
1: through rules,
0: and blah, blah, blah. Um,
1: And it is a thousand times more interesting than the vampire of as many years.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And it is also (laughs) a solo game.
1: How's that for a segue?
0: That, that's a hell of a segue. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah. yeah so, I guess I have to do the official intro now. Yes. And that is, hey, everybody, it's Microphones of Madness. I'm Rodney. Over there. Steve. Hey. And oh. Happy New Year. Bonsoir. Is, Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Uh, yep. Yep. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll leave some of that in there for you guys. We were we were playing melee uh, on roll twenty. Um,
1: I think I think you should just kick it off and have it be like one of those Monty Python episodes where they roll the opening credits halfway through the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just imagine right now the Bigfoot is coming down.
0: Yep. So. Um, so Speaking, speaking of that, it is it is the new year. It is the twenty twenty, the sequel. Um, and we are testing out a few things to to add some uh, extra fun stuff to the channel. Uh, for example, uh, trying to refresh the YouTube channel with some uh, some actual board games being played on Roll Twenty. Uh, we set up melee. And just ran through. Well,
1: you said it, melee. Yeah. I just play it.
0: Well, it it was we, and uh, played through that. I uh, got a couple of other uh, tabletop games, some uh, some stuff from One Page Rules that uh, I'll probably be running through like a solo campaign. I might even be able to convince Steve to give it a try. Now,
1: speaking of solo campaigns, you can actually play melee solo. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's a couple of of um. I guess they used to call them programmed adventures. Mm-hmm. Um, death test being one of them, where you can run it solo, and you just you know the um, enemies have standard actions that they take. They always try, and you know, they're always going to run toward the strongest party member or whatever. Right. Right. So, so the, the reason why I bring that up is because uh, because of the pandemic and the the. Enforced social distancing that we're going through—it's uh, harder and harder to play games. Yes, it just—it just is. I, I, this this uh, melee board game tabletop thing is an elegant solution, I think, um, to being able to interact with other people. But I've been also looking at different options for solo play, and the unfortunate thing is nothing comes up that is spectacular
0: mm-hmm.
1: or, or or even like semi mediocre right <laughs> so the, the, the one option that you always have are like the the call of cthulhu alone against the flames alone against the frost alone against the wendigo or whatever right. uh oh that is alone against the frost um which are basically kind of just programmed adventures right Mm -hmm. so you have like a character sheet that they give you you add uh skill some some extra skills and then you it's choose your own adventure style you know it's you know go to go to 11 and you read through 11 and you do what 11 says and that tells you where to go on from there which is kind of fun but it's still reading
0: right right uh, another option would be to try to locate some of the old fighting fantasy books. Right. Speaking of, uh, wasn't that Steve Jackson as well?
1: I thought those were TSR. Uh, but there's also, but,
0: like, but yeah, yeah. you know, you got your mobile games. I think there is a mobile version of the the Chaosium uh, Alone Against series. I think you reviewed it uh, a couple years ago.
1: There was. I don't know if that's still uh,
0: going on. Uh, I believe there is. Uh, somebody ported over, um, the fighting fantasy style sorcery, I think is a, a, a mobile app type of thing.
1: But just in terms of like traditional tabletop RPG kind of.
0: Right. Right. You want to get some dice out and actually roll some dice, you want
1: to roll some dice, you know, um, enjoy a, a bit of a story, a little bit of action. Um, it's it's a difficult thing to do and we looked at one option or, or one thing that was um a possible option uh, with the with the iron sworn yes uh which was powered by the apocalypse um and trying to use that as a solo engine um, i know uh, mark miller initially in, intended traveler to be able to be played solo but uh, a lot of these things run into this, they just run into problems, right? Mm-hmm. And the, the and I think this game, we'll get into the thousand-year-old vampire, um, runs into the same problem. And it boils down to, no matter where you go, you're taking yourself with you. Yes. So, you're all, you're. it's, It's always gonna be your ideas and your imagination and what you bring to the table, which is fine. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I mean, I think that if you're playing tabletop role-playing games, you've got that already. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the magic of playing games is the interaction with other people and the, um, the synergy of ideas. And there's only so much that prompts can get you
0: right absolutely absolutely but I think and uh I think you might be getting a little bit ahead um I am getting a little bit ahead of ahead of myself, yeah yeah because so we are talking about uh thousand year old vampire uh it is a solo journaling role playing game by <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just happen one. to have it open by a vampire by you. The
1: reader. it is it's uh, Tim Tim H Tim H. I get emails from him too. Oh, nice. Oh, well, because I bought the game. Ah, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. Uh, it's put out by Petite Guganol LLC and Tim Hutchings. There you go,
0: Tim Hutchings. There it is. It's very small on the cover. There. Yes. Uh. Yep. Yeah. So, in the in this game, uh, you uh take on the role of the titular thousand-year-old vampire. Right. Uh, you create your your character. Um, unlike a lot of role-playing games, the character creation, the the whole the game itself is very, uh, free-form. Uh you don't have, there's not a set of skills or character classes or anything like that. You are a vampire.
1: Right. You're you're a vampire and you're going to basically um, write out the thousand year life of the vampire. Yep. So you start then and through a series of prompts, uh, you bring them up to maybe the near future.
0: Right, right. Up to the near future, and rather than something like hit points or stamina, you're basically wasting away as as you progress right. the the structure of the game. And once you right. run out of resources and you lose all your memories, you're done.
1: Right, and that that's your economy right there. Is going to be um, your memories um, and your 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 resources uh and the people you know more or less right and and you gain them and and lose them throughout the series of prompts and like you said if you get to a prompt that asks you for something that you do not have this
0: is the end that is correct so now you definitely did create a character correct i
1: created a character and i'll i'll and and i took him through a couple of prompts mm-hmm. um and i'll tell you it's not really my thing yep um and like i said it's because you know wherever you go you're bringing yourself with you right right which is which is fine i i like myself i'm alright um but you know <laughs> we all tend to have our uh, our um our quirks mhm <laughs> and uh, you know, so I'm gonna um, I'm gonna play a game with you, Rodney. Uh oh! Knowing the type of characters that I usually make up, what do you think I created for my uh, thousand-year-old vampire?
0: Uh Sir Jack Bishop. <laughs> um. Hmm probably started out in some point during the medieval period possibly a samurai. Um, <laughs> you're just going through all, my, all the past characters
1: that you've known. No, you're completely way off. Uh, see, I really didn't want to be me, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because I've had monks, and I've had you know... Rich playboys. That's like kind of what I do. Uh, so what I did was, well, I'll just read you what I wrote. Okay. I am Kangi, son of Pezi and Magasa, Magakawi of the Dakota peoples, born in what would now be known as Northeastern Wisconsin. I'm a warrior and a hunter banished from our ancestral lands for taking a lover from the Chippewa nation with whom we've been at war. Kizakoni is uh, Naimita's bethroved, who found us as lovers and exposed our affair. Buegonigwig is a Chippewa companion who became a part of my outlaw band, the Five Moons. We subsisted on raiding other tribes in the area. Toluda. The Sioux woman who tracked us down and attempted to bring the Five Moons to justice. So that—that's you know, kind of like the background and the people who were important in my life before being a vampire. My skills are fishing, tracking, and small group tactics. My resources are a horse, bow and arrows, and a survival kit. So that's—that
0: was the character I created, Hmm. right? Intrigue. Not a ninja. Not a ninja, not a monk, not a samurai. Not a monk, right. Not, not Batman. boiled private detective. <laughs> not Batman, not the Flash. <laughs> yep.
1: Just not, a guy.
0: Not Green Lantern.
1: <laughs> right. So, uh, I, I did like a couple of prompts and came up with soon after my rebirth. Well, let me tell you what the what the prompts were. Okay. make it more exciting. So, the first prompt... Um, is in your blood hunger, you destroy someone close to you, kill a mortal character, create a mortal if none are available, take the skill bloodthirsty. So I did, I added bloodthirsty, Mm -hmm. and um, I wrote, soon after my rebirth into the ways of the moon, um, Buogonagwe became no more. The rest of the band found the body, and we were able to enact, quote, revenge upon a group of white trappers who were working in the area. So I X'd out, Um, Oh, no. I I, um, added Bloodthirsty. And the way you go through prompts in this game is roll a d10, and then you roll a d6. You subtract the the d6 from the d10. Mm -hmm. You move either forward or backwards, depending on what the number you got. I rolled a 1, so I stayed on that prompt. So the second one for those is you are overcome by panic and maul someone close to you. Accidentally luring, turning them into a monster like yourself. Uh, convert a local, uh, beloved mortal character into an enemy immortal. Take the skill of shame. So I took the skill of shame. I have some skills.
0: <laughs> None Only in of, a vampire are, story are... is shame a skill. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> so um,
1: then I added to this memory, right? Because these are very close these could be closely related um we're gonna go rose three days later and slaughtered the entire band of the five moons mm. so um there you go and that's as far as i got because um it's a lot of work yes it's 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 really it's a lot to It doesn't really sound like it because it's not a lot of words written on the page Mm -hmm. but you you know you really have to like picture what's going on and and figure it out and write it out and yeah it's it's fun like for you know 45 minutes or so right right but then after that it's just like i i you know it's kind of cool but i could be writing a book
0: (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I, and, I, I,
1: and that's I, kind of kind of what it turns into as you're writing a book. The conflict is abstract, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't actually get to fight. Um, but Grittig- I, I sorry for anyone of, you know, who's Native American, who's, who's Chippewa. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I, I pulled all these names from fantasy name generator on the on the internet so ah, gotcha yeah um but like I said it's it's abstract I didn't get to fight them we didn't have a mortal battle to the death with dice flying and then you know like we just did
0: right right there was no it was, there was no clutch fail that pro- prolonged it one more round
1: right and and even like there wasn't even like you know the drama
0: of that of that
1: conflict Mm
0: -hmm. you know
1: it's like it tells you there's a conflict think of something write it down it also tells you to be brief
0: right right
1: (laughs) um you know because you're looking at a big picture as opposed to a small one Mm -hmm. the next what ended up happening is the next prompt i got was um uh your body manifests some trail trait related to the vampire that created you how do you become more like them create a skill that reflects this and you know right then and there i was like ah oh, this is getting to be way too Anne rice for me <laughs> even though i tried to steer it as far away from Anne rice as i could right it still got that like gothic-y, tragic vampire kind Mm -hmm. of thing happening. And that's also, I'm sorry, I like my vampires. I like Bella Lugosi, sorry.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's one thing that I noticed uh, reading into it was that uh, it really leans heavily uh, not only on the romantic vampire aesthetic, that a lot of people are into your your Vampire the Masquerade or Anne Rice stuff like that. It it also leans into the romantic vampire power fantasy. Uh, yes, because even even the examples uh, that are given in the book as to certain traits, memories, skills, possessions, uh, all are all like strange things like leading a company of of soldiers or. Having a ca- ancestral castle, um, right. you know, own a chunk of land, have a title. Uh, Shit, I should have just made him sparkle. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and that sort of thing. And, and to tell you the truth, I didn't attempt to play it because I have a, like a deep seated uh, animosity toward toward that subject matter. And
1: you're from New Orleans, so you know what you're talking
0: about, right? And so it's just like I—I I couldn't bring myself to even try. I—I um, I, I read through this once before in the fall, and this, so so this this episode is uh, based on my second reading um, of it. And the first time I read through it, I was thinking that maybe if I if I apply myself just right, I might be able to pull what we do in the shadows out of this.
1: (laughs) Might as well just play Vampire the Masquerade and, and, uh, you know, might as well just play a Malkavian. Repaint it. Repaint it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. To be, to be funny.
0: Right. That's what Malkavians are for.
1: Yeah. So I don't know anything about Vampire the Masquerade because like I said, I'm a Nosferatu, Bella Lugosi kind of vampire. Right. I, like, I like vampires to be, you know, evil. Mm-hmm. Sons of bitches, you know, that your traditional, I know you had like um, older Gothic romance vampires. Mm-hmm. I know they existed before Dracula, even. Yeah. You, um, you want Car-
0: Varney.
1: Yeah, I want like, I want like a guy who skulks in the shadows and and when he kills somebody or they kill somebody, they're dead unless you want to bring them back yourself. Right. Mm. And then they're immediately evil. They don't pine for their, for their old life. They're just evil. <laughs> they might use you. They might use you that your preconceptions of them while they were alive but no more than like a venus flytrap would.
0: Right, right. You know, the the kind that have four weaknesses, garlic, sunlight, uh, a Winchester round and and a good old American steel. Texas Bowie, Bowie <laughs> yeah, knife. a good old fashioned Texas <laughs> Bowie knife. <All>
1: right. <laughs> you have to cut off their head, stuff it with garlic, you know, the good stuff. I I do. Um I guess call me a purist <laughs> or, 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 you know, an old fogey or whatever. Right. But yeah, it just, it did not, it didn't get me. And, and the fact that it was, it's like a lot of, of journaling, mm-hmm. writing it down. It's, it's also kind of, I guess I could live with that if there was going to be some sort of, of, you know, action, not just moldering. Right, right, uh but there's not and and there's really uh, aside from like like um uh, having a board and having programmed um, foes to fight and melee or something uh it's really hard to to get that in a solo game mm-hmm. you know to make that exciting, right,
0: yeah, um you know, just just not having um a lot of randomness um and and in the world inherently being hostile you know i i you know there's a lot of prompts in this book and i'm sure that some of them probably go into it but yeah by and large this is not a game of of action adventure um intrigue or anything like that it's 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 kind of navel gazing of sorts yeah um, yeah
1: um i know that that there are people are trying to solve this problem of of randomization mm-hmm. of events of of um, action you know of, of uncertainty and, and it's it's hard, you know um, a lot of them are are borrowing a page from power by the apocalypse and having a sliding scale of success for things, right, right. So, so, you know, you have a definitely no, uh, no with, with some success, uh, just neutral or, or, you know, positive with some negative consequences and definitely yes. You know what I'm saying? Right. They kind of have that sliding scale going on. Um, there's a company called Parts Per Million that has uh, take the William S. Burroughs approach. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen any of those. we'll, we'll take a, they, They've taken these famous um, books, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, like Is that, is that the uh, company that did the Conan cut-up? Yeah, the
1: Hour to the Dragon. Yeah, so they basically cut up the text,
0: right? Like they
1: were William Burroughs, and they used um, bits of the text as prompts, role-playing prompts, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll randomly open up a book near me that is a fiction book.
0: (laughs) And
1: I have none, of course. It's all role-playing stuff in here.
0: All right, I got you. I got you covered. All right, hit me. All right. Um... Guo Jing did not recognize the voice. It was speaking Chinese. He lifted a corner of the flap of material. That's that's way too much.
1: That's way too much material right there.
0: Okay. All right. (laughs) Guo Jing did not recognize the voice. It was speaking Chinese.
1: Okay. So you would be like, like, okay, so my character, Guo Jing, um, is, he's in a crowd um, he is watching a procession and uh, he's supposed to meet somebody there, uh, so he's he's alert um, and, and trying to hear for things. And then, um, someone starts speaking in Chinese, he turns around, not expecting that. And then you would go to the next prompt to read, go open up randomly, and
0: read another few words. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, the, this game came out kind of in the, at the height of the bullet journal phenomena, did it not? Which game? A uh, Thousand-Year-Old Vampire.
1: Uh, possibly. I'm not very familiar with the bullet journal phenomenon.
0: Yeah, that was, that was big stuff for a little while. Um, you know, people right, were like so. organizing things. And it gave, gave folks something different, a different sort of activity to do uh, with their journals rather than just making uh, really fancy day planners.
1: Okay. So this uh was started in two thousand eighteen, completed in two thousand nineteen, distributed in twenty twenty.
0: Yeah, okay. So yeah, that makes uh, that makes does sense. That, sense. That does, does that line up? Yeah, that kinda that kinda fits in. I mean, you know, right. bullet journals and stuff like that have been around for a little while, but yeah, I think a lot of people started getting into it when they were trapped.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. It's I see the appeal of it. And I, I know a ton of people who probably play this game on the regular. Mm-hmm. I could think of a mayor of a certain small Ohio town who probably has enjoyed this game.
0: I can I can think of a couple of people off the top. of my Right. Head.
1: <laughs> right. Um, it's just it's not for me. I don't. It's unfortunate because I really want to like a solo game. Mm-hmm. it's just that none of the ones that we've looked at have really done it for me
0: yeah I, I, I get you I, I like the idea of, of random semi-randomized uh, prompts um, I think you mm-hmm. can probably do the same thing with uh, doesn't uh, Goodman make a like 101 adventure prompts book or something like that I bet they do. Um, Somebody and I knows. know there's like, you know, a thousand and one.
1: Oh, well, Jesus, um, and stuff like that. I've got I've got a um, a traveler book called Patrons, 76 patrons. Right. And it literally it is just props for games for impromptu games. It's hold right. on because I have it here. I've actually used it a couple of times mm-hmm. for you guys because I'm that kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, so... It would... With, with this, it's... Um, all right, so you have... Um, this cross-refer- cross-references it for the number of players. But they have single-player ones, okay? Right. So, for example, um, the first one, your patron is going to be a noble. Uh, you There are no required skills for the mission, and there's nothing... Required for equipment. So, uh, the player is contacted by a woman who says the player was recommended to her as a person of discretion. She will pay a thousand credits in middle passage to a, a location of the player's choice if he or she can locate the local branch of the Psionics Institute. She cannot undertake to find it herself for reasons which she, which she declines to give. But she has a desperate need to contact the Institute. So that's what the information you're given as a player, right? Right. Um, Then they have referee information, right? Mm -hmm. Single player means, um, you know, there's a referee and a player, not... Not solo. You're doing this on your own, right. Um, So there's a randomized chart of, um, of prompts... Uh, like if you roll uh, on a d6 if you roll a one um, there is a science institute on planet the player must locate it without attracting attention uh, how this is accomplished and the chances of success are up to the individual referee to determine so you know there's your adventure boom right mm-hmm. um roll two or three there's no science institute on the planet there's your adventure you run into a bunch of dead ends four or five there is an institute on the planet but in searching for it the player comes to the attention of the local secret police who believe him or her to be a spy the nature of subsequent events should be determined by the referee and then finally six there is a science institute on the planet the woman is a member of a very virulent anti-sci group she will make use of the information given to her by the players to attack the local branch the psionics institute will seek revenge upon the player the specific nature, which should be determined by the referee, to suit the indiv- individual situation.
0: All right, right.
1: So I have used that. I used it a couple of times when we were playing Traveler before, mm-hmm. uh, just just to mine ideas, right? Right. And but it's vague enough. You know, you, you, that kind of, for me that hits the buttons. It's it's prompts, right? Mm-hmm. It sets up a situation, but really just the bare bones of a situation with a little bit of randomness in it, right? Right. So it's not the same thing, and it's up to the to the referee to determine, you know, uh, how it's going to play out in terms of NPCs, you know, uh, forces laid against you, blah blah blah. Right. So mm-hmm. that could be. There's. I could see having one or two really exciting um play sessions doing that especially if you're playing with somebody else right because you as a player are going to choose options that i never thought of as as a referee right right just gonna happen and and that's part of the fun of doing this is like that like i said earlier on the synergy Mm -hmm. of of um of playing games like this and and it's just it's hard i haven't found a solo game that really that really does that i guess like that cut up thing helps a lot because the way the prompts are set up they're like really random Mm -hmm. and and they could definitely get you thinking right and that might be the closest you're going to come
0: right Yeah, um, I I definitely agree with you that there's there's something about it that's not uh, doesn't really hit the buttons for me. It it, there's comes a point where uh, I was reading through like character creation and going, why 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 don't I just write a book or a short story, right? And and be any character or genre I I want. Why would I? You know, I I really think you kind of have to be um a fan of this type of source material not not necessarily this type of gameplay but i think you also kind of re- are required to be like in kind of into vampires i guess to
1: i guess yeah i mean i think you really have to be into vampires yeah. <laughs> because it's it's a vampire game and and you know the um the what we do in the shadows kind of thing is fun I don't know if I'd want to role-play it, but it it is a fun kind of concept. It's fun to watch, and I could see where the appeal would come if you wanted to do it like that. Mm. Um, And I... Yeah. I guess you could approach it from a comedic standpoint when you're playing the game, but it is kind of geared towards uh, doom and gloom and and the tragedy of being a vampire as opposed to the wackiness that you have. Being a vampire. Right, exactly. Right, because when it comes down to it, what we do in the shadows is a fish-out-of-water story. And this is, you know, Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt sitting
0: around feeling sorry for themselves. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so there, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, first look at the new year. It is... <laughs> Thousand what an
1: auspicious vampire. beginning
0: yeah oh boy um, yep so that does it for that thousand year old vampire solo journaling role playing game um, a bio yep uh, if, if you're into vampires you're into uh, journaling um, and and kind of like taking on introspective moments of a fictional character uh, of your own devising, uh, by all means, check it out. Um, you know, I was thinking of it while you were talking about this is overly complicated backstory, the joke, the game.
1: Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, it is. It is a a backstory generator.
0: Right. Absolutely, absolutely. If you're if you're looking for something to like, maybe maybe flex your muscles of uh, writing something you know if you can't if you're a writer and you can't quite get uh, you know your your story going you know try try this it might get the juices flowing uh something like that and it definitely has its uses i would i say. think there's
1: value in that like i think like using the writing prompts maybe not to write your your novel but mm-hmm. to kind of think of of the way stories are structured um, and how ideas to loose. right, how to um, deal with different situations so they're not uh, mind-numbingly the same. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. So yep, de- definitely check it out. We'll have a link in the description. And uh, mm-hmm. yep. yeah, it's it's available on tw-
1: on itch.io. I think that's where I picked it up. Uh, I know there's hardcover
0: versions of it out there. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we'll have uh, links to both of those. And right. until next time. Uh, Nope, go go fuck yourselves.
1: Yeah. Oh, I was. Well, yeah. Well, not more. Jesus. Um, might as well link up to uh, to melee as well for yep. people who want to enjoy a game. Yep. Oh.
0: <laughs> Damn. All right. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Bye.